0: You know, the psalmist uh, writes this in uh, Psalms 107.10. It says, some of the redeemed have been sitting in the darkness, a deep gloom. They were prisoners, suffering in chains. You know, we're starting a new series, uh, Cages and Chains. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk over the next few weeks. We're going to look at some cages that isolate us imprison us. We're going to look at some chains that tend to uh, bind us and hold us captive in our lives. And my hope and prayer oh, over the last couple of months as we've been developing this was that people would walk out of the cages and the prisons that we're in, that we would break every single chain and know the freedom that's found in Jesus Christ And so today what I want to talk about is the prison of pain. And pain is something we all experience. And when pain comes, you have a choice you have to make. The fact is, you've got to make a choice to decide whether you're going to turn inward in your life and kind of recoil, so to speak, and retreat. Or if you're going to turn to God and going to turn to to worship. And the fact is, everybody experiences pain. You know, there's physical pain, emotional pain, relational pain, and spiritual pain in life. And some of that pain runs really deep in our lives. And what you do with that pain will determine if you start living in isolation in your life, living frustrated, living in a cage. It's a prison. And many times, it's created by pain in our lives. You know, we, we can choose to, to live in there, or we can live free. You know, experience the best that God has to offer. Experience the abundant life that Jesus promised his followers. But you have to choose carefully in life. Cages, chains, or freedom? You know, Jesus said, so if the sun sets you free, you are truly what? Free. The Old Testament, uh, there's a story about a guy by the name of Job. Job was extremely wealthy. He was a wise person. He was a God-fearing in all of his life. And his life was pretty good early on. But in a 24-hour period of time, his entire life changed. You know, he lost his family, lost all of his children, he lost his home, his wealth, and his health. And so you've got this intense pain that he's going through. And he's deeply wounded. And you can imagine... I mean, you anticipate that Job would kind of lose it, don't you? That you think he would become very resentful in his life. You fully expect that he'll unleash all this anger on, on God and that he'll actually start living in here in his life. Friends, this is nowhere to live. You know, Scripture says, Job says this, But those who suffer, he delivers in their suffering. He speaks to them in their affliction. God is gently calling you from the jaws of trouble. He's calling you to an open place of freedom. There he has set a table full of the best food. God's calling Job. And I believe God's calling you and me. He's calling us out of the, the pain in our life. And out of this cage that, that we tend to live in, the Scripture says he's calling us to an open place, a place of freedom in our lives, to a table with the very best food. And every time I read this, I think, okay, so lattes and Cinnabons are going to be at the table. Here, here's the point. When you're wounded in life, when that situation hurts you or a person hurts you or whatever, whatever it is, you know, that that particular circumstance that you find yourself in, you name it, you're thinking about it right now. God's waiting to speak to you in that pain. God's waiting to, to help you through it, to help you grow, to, to provide a blessing in your life. You know, God, God's waiting. And when, when your heart's breaking, and we all know how this goes, when your heart's breaking, when you're, when you're in crisis, when, when life uh, appears to be out of control, that's when you need God more than ever. And in fact, as some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, you know, that, that pain, it, it's fresh, that, that pain. Some of you, you've been carrying that pain for, for a long time, those, those wounds, maybe most of your life. And the wounds are deep, they're defining, and they're confining. So how do you find freedom? How do you get out of this thing? You know, how do you experience healing? And there's only one thing I know. There's only one way you escape this, and that's worship. You have to worship. You have to do that in your life if you're going to escape this. You know, so how how do you do that in your life? Well, I, I want to talk about staying out of this prison of pain. And the first thing you've got to do in your life is you have to tell God exactly how you feel. You know, what's going on here in your life? You know, when, when you face a, a painful situation, you have a decision to make. You always have a decision to make. You know, what, what are you going to do here? Will, will you be honest with God? Will you tell God how you feel? You know, after the the loss and the pain, Job, Job, he's dealing with all this stuff. And one of his friends, uh, Eliphaz, he gave him some really good advice. He says this, he says, but if I were you, Job, I'd call on God. And I would bring my problems before him. Friends, you want to stay out of that cage so that you're not imprisoned by pain. You do that through Jesus Christ. See, this will cage you up when, when you're hurting, when you're confused, you feel confined, when you're, when you're angry you're struggling friends, you have to turn to God. You have to turn to God. It's the only thing that that works in the midst of it. You know, when you confess your your feelings to God, when, when you trust God with the pain, the hurt, you worship even when you don't feel like it. You know, even when you're feeling really negative inside, you worship, you worship. It's what Job did. You know, Scripture says Job stood up and he tore his robe in grief, which th- that whole thing's kind of lost in our culture. In the, in the Middle East, uh, the, the tradition was that you would tear your clothing. And you would tear it as a symbol of frustration with what was going on, uh, grief, uh, e- extreme sorrow. And so they would tear their, their robes. And then it says, then, then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to what? Worship. When you're in pain, when you're, you're hurting, there's all kinds of emotions, isn't there? I mean, it, it, it's a flood. Sometimes it's anger, a confusion, grief, fear. You're not sure what's down the road. And when you feel those emotions, friends, you just gotta go to God and say, here's what's going on. You know, be honest about what's happening. God did not create you. He did not make your body to be able to store up all that negativity. But you have to make a choice. Friends, you don't, if you don't talk to God about it, if, if you don't deal with the pain, you'll start living in here. You, you, you'll, you'll isolate from other people. You'll isolate from the church. And ultimately, you'll isolate yourself from God. And friends, when you swallow your anger, the bitterness, when, when you isolate yourself from all those things, when, when you deny that you're depressed or afraid, you create a prison. It's a prison of pain here. And you live there long enough and it will take its toll on you in just about every area of your life. I mean, physically mentally emotionally it'll start affecting your relationships your vocation and even your spiritual life living in that kind of pain living in that kind of cage well friends i will tell you this is no place to live absolutely not avoid the prison stay out of the prison talk to god just just be honest with god whatever it is you're thinking up here just say it you know god i don't like this you know i'm angry this is more than i can take and i know some of you are going well i got to filter what's up here no you don't you really don't just raise the question that you want to raise don't worry about filtering it just say it God, God already knows what you're thinking, so you might as well just say it. I mean, Job, Job's honest with God. He says, no, I, I can't be quiet. I am angry and bitter. I have to speak. And then he just spills, you know. I mean, as time goes on, Job, Job's thinking about what's happened to him. And that frustration, you, as you read the book, it's a good read, by the way. You might read it this week. But he he starts uh, going through everything he's been through, and he's getting frustrated, and he starts complaining to God. And then you go a little further in the book. He starts venting. I mean, he just he just unleashes. You know, God, this isn't right. It's not fair. Feeling a little ripped off right now. God handled it. God handled it. Why? Well, because in all the venting and the doubting and the complaining that, that he did, Job never stopped trusting God. He never stopped trusting God. In fact, the end of the book, uh, if you run, a, run ahead, it, uh, it, he, life's starting to kind of turn around for him. And God actually commends Job for being honest and authentic with him. High praise to him. See, freedom, I believe freedom from this, it's found when we're honest with God. And so, what is it? What is it you need to take to God today? You know, what is it that's frustrating you in life? Your, your health? A job? Your finances, a relationship, a loss. I mean, what is that thing that you're struggling with? You want to stay out of this prison of pain. You worship even when you're hurting. You talk to God about it. Part, part of worship is trusting God with your pain. It's giving it to God and saying, okay, here's, here's where I'm at. It's being honest with God about your hurts. It's a piece of worship. It's being authentic. You want to stay out of that prison of pain? You learn to honor God in the pain. We're all going to go through it, some level or another. I mean, what's it mean to to honor God in our pain? Well, it's learning to praise God in spite of our circumstances. You know, first we, we admit how we feel And then we honor God. We honor God in the midst of the pain. And I'm not talking about you go to God and go, hey, thanks for the problems. But I'm talking about praising God when you're going through whatever it is you're going through. You know, the story of Job, it it kind of poses a, a question through the whole book, and that is, will Job worship God when everything goes wrong, which really raises a more important question for us, will you? Will you in your life? When, when, when life's great, when, when finances are good, when, when relationships are flourishing, when, when everything's on a rise in our life, it's easy to worship, isn't it? God's so good. He's amazing. But what happens when it turns? I mean, will you still trust God? Will you still praise God? Because at some point, you will be tested. You will be tested. At some point, things will fall apart. I mean, maybe it's already happened. Will you trust God? It's an important question. So how do you praise God when you're hurt, when you're wounded? How how do you praise God when when your heart is breaking? You know, Job Job says this, I was born with nothing, and I will die with nothing. He understood something here. Everything I have, it's on loan from God. The Lord gave. Now he's taken away. May his name be praised. In spite of everything that's happened, Job did not sin by blaming God. It's really easy to miss, but this is a fundamental truth that you you have to get in your life. Everything belongs to God. Everything you have right now, it's on loan from God. And friends, I believe that's what enabled Job to praise God, even though everything was going wrong in his life. There is always something to praise God for. Even even when things are really bleak. When When I was young... I used to think that life was like highs and lows. Some of you may think that. But the longer I live, the more I realize that that's not really true. There's never a time in life when everything's perfect or everything's bad. The reality is, any moment in time, you get... A little bit of both just to a lesser or greater degree sometimes so what do you thank god for in the midst of whatever that bad thing is see job continues to to praise god in the midst of his situation and his loss and his pain and his hurt in 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 spite of all all those things it chooses to praise God. And friends, if you choose to praise God, it will keep you out of that cage. It will keep you and allow you to change your perspective on things. Some of you need that in your life right now, a different perspective, a better perspective. You know, it'll, it'll actually change your situation once you start praising God and thanking God for things in your life. And it is a mark of maturity in life, in the Christian walk. I mean, what if you were to lose everything? Will you still trust God and praise God? Will, will you be like Job? Will you honor God in the midst of the pain, the struggle, whatever it is? You wanna stay out of that cage that, that prison of pain. You don't wanna get stuck there. Well, you gotta ask God for strength and wisdom in your life. You know, Job says this, he says, true wisdom and real power belong to God. From him, we learn how to live and also what to live for. When you're wounded, when things spin in your life, spin out of control, you do not think straight. None of us do. Your your view can get very, very skewed at that point. James says this, says, but if any of you lack wisdom, you should pray to God who will give it to you. What's he gonna give us? He's gonna give us the wisdom because God gives generously and graciously to all. God's willing to give you that. And I wonder today, any, anybody need a little wisdom in their life right now? A little clarity? You know, not, not sure what's down the road, not sure what to do? Ask God to give it to you. He will. I mean, maybe not like that, but over time, you will get a sense through God's Holy Spirit where he wants you. And then ask God for the strength to do what you need to do in your life, to do the right thing in your life. Isaiah 41.10, God's speaking here. He says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. I do not know what you're going through. but I know this. If you go to God, God's waiting to give you wisdom, and he's waiting to give you strength to do whatever it is you need to do. Christ followers, you're going to have problems. Just, you got to get that in your head. There will be problems in your life. Everybody, 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 that includes you, everybody. Nobody's exempt on this one. But the difference as a christ follower is you have the option of tapping into god's wisdom and god's strength in your life So so you will know what to do and have the strength to actually do what you need to do God's waiting. God's waiting to help some of you today You just got to seek him. You got to ask him You got to just say okay god, what's the next step? You wanna stay out of this? Well, friends, you need other people in your life. And listen, listen up on this. You are not created to handle pain, loss, grief, wounds, whatever. You are not created to do it on your own by yourself. In fact, I will tell you, I'm just going to be blunt. You will never, ever overcome whatever it is if you insist on suffering silently and alone. It will cage you up and you will live here until you make that choice. God hardwired you to share your pain. He created you for that kind of community. You know, and for some reason, and I don't understand it, but for some reason, the tendency when pain hits, is to withdraw and it's to isolate and to put distance between. And it's a cage and friends, it's a self-imposed prison that you put yourself in. And you start saying things like, you know, I'm never going to trust another person in my life. I got hurt and I'm done. You know, nobody, nobody understands what I'm going through. You know, I don't want anyone to know about what's happening. So I'm just going to stay quiet and pretend. Friends, it's a cage. It's a cage. It's always a cage. And it will keep you wounded. And it will keep you from healing. And it will own you. You need other people in your life. You need other Christ followers in your life that you can open up to. You don't have to tell everybody. You know, don't post it on Facebook. But you find a few people. Job had three good friends. And when they heard about his problems, and I'm not sure, they didn't have Facebook back then. They go, oh, saw did you see what happened to Job? You know, they raced over. But however they found out, they showed up. And they and they found Job. Job's sitting on the ground. He's in pain, agony. He's grieving. He's hurting. And get this, I lo- I love this story because... His friends show up and for three days they didn't say a single word. Now that's, that's a true friend. They just show up. You know, when a friend loses a loved one, when a friend has an accident, you know, when a friend hears those words, it's cancer. You know, when a friend loses a job, when, when a friend's spouse walks out, That's when a friend shows up. You do not have to say a word, by the way. People ask me, I just don't know what to say. You don't say anything. Just show up. In fact, many times, they prefer you not say anything. They just want you to show up so that they know that they're loved and cared for. So after some time passes, Job's friends, they give him advice. uh, And I'll tell you, in the book, some of it's good, some of it's not so good. In fact, some of it's kind of bad advice. But, But one of Job's friends, Elihu, he gave him some good, solid advice. He says this, "'Don't let the anger and the pain you endure make you sneer at God. "'Your reputation and riches cannot protect you from distress.'" You can be Joe Blow. You can be Jeff Blezo. Either way, you look kind of funny in a hospital gown. You ever been in one of those? I mean, pain's the great equalizer. The the fact is, all the power in the world, all the money in the world cannot keep you from pain. We're all going to face it. He says... In the dark world below, be on guard. Oh, back up. Nor can you find safety in the dark world below. Be on guard. Don't turn the evil to evil as a way of escape. It's, he's saying, be very, very careful. Don't, don't turn to the things of this world. When you're in pain, do not do that. Because you know, people turn to things to kind of deal with the pain. You know, Drugs. Sex, alcohol, there's a laundry list of stuff that people turn to. And they're trying to escape the hurt. He says, be on your guard for that. And be on your guard. When, When you're hurting, especially, who are you gonna listen to? Do not listen to the wrong people. They'll mess you up. You need God, you need worship, you need God's people around you because God's people will encourage you. They're they're loving you, they're supporting you, they pull alongside you. When you have a bad week, anybody ever have a bad week? (laughs) You ever have a bad week and you think, yeah, I don't want to go to church today. See, that's the evil one whispering to you. When you have a bad week, come to church. More than ever, you should be at church. You know, you come to church to worship God, to get a different perspective, to be with God's people so that maybe a word can be said to encourage you, to assist you, to support you so that you go out of here a little bit lighter, a little better perspective in life. You know, the psalmist says this, he says, He says, so here am I in this place of worship, eyes opened, drinking in your strength and glory. See, it's drinking it in. You want to stay out of that prison, that, that prison of pain in your life. Friends, you've got to keep moving forward in your life. You've got to keep trusting God in spite of the hurt and the pain. It's an act of worship, and worship keeps you out of there. You know, persistence. It's actually a form of praise. It's living. It's moving. It is a form of praise. It's it's a testimony to the God you serve and the faith you have in that God. You know, Job. He gets good advice. Gets some bad advice. He gets some really bad advice from his wife. No comments. No nudging. I love this. His wife says to him, you're still as faithful as ever, aren't you? Why don't you curse God and die? Yeah, I think she's trying to be sympathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, (laughs) no. (laughs) Job answers, you're talking nonsense. When God sends us something good, we welcome it. How can we complain when he sends us trouble? Even in all this suffering, Job said nothing against God. I love Job's response. He kind of, uh, he maintains his faith here. He, he keeps moving forward. In fact, near the end of the, the book, in response to all that he's endured and, and had to face in his life, all, all that stuff that's piled up on him. And near the end of the book, it, it says that after that, after he'd been just, his life messed up. Job says this, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Let that one sit for a minute. I think that might be one of the greatest testimonies of faith right there that's in the Bible. I mean, Job, Job says, things may not work out. They may not go the way I planned. In fact, I may die before this is over. But I'm going to trust God anyway in spite of it. I mean, can you say that? Would you say that? Because it's the ultimate statement of faith. It's a sign of maturity. And I think, what gave Job that kind of faith? You know, that kind of depth in his life. What, what gave Job that, that kind of power to keep persisting through all the pain and the struggles that he was going through? Well, the answer right here. I know that my Savior lives, and at the end, he will stand on this earth. Now, remember, Job's Old Testament, this is for Jesus. He is looking to the day that the Savior is going to come to this world. Job's looking forward to the day of salvation, you know, when Jesus would actually walk this planet, and he understood something really, really critical here. Even if this world's a mess, and it is a mess, and even if this world is full of pain and hurt and suffering from time to time, the victory would be won on the cross, and he understood that way back then that salvation would be found in Jesus Christ and it impacted Job's faith. You know, I'm gonna be with my savior in heaven someday and there will be no more pain and there'll be no more suffering and there'll be no more sorrow in my life and I am hanging all my hopes on that because it is better than living inside this cage. It's always better than living inside that, in a prison of pain. And friends, I do not know what you're going through. And I'm sorry. I wish I could go around to each one of you and go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the pain. I'm sorry for the hurt. I'm sorry for the disappointments and the frustrations and the losses in life. But friends, this I know. I know that no matter what it is you're going through, the solution to overcoming it to put your trust in jesus christ period you put your trust in jesus christ you put your trust in other people well just a heads up they will let you down sometimes you put your trust in yourself well, you will be sadly disappointed with life. You're not smart enough to navigate everything, nor strong enough. You gotta put your trust in Jesus Christ. There's power in that name. Jesus said this, he says, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured deep, deeply at peace In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. Jesus says, I've conquered the world. I've conquered it. See, you can be unshakable. You can have peace in the midst of your problems. You can overcome that pain. In Jesus' name, you can do. You don't have to live in here. Who wants to live in here? You don't have to live here. You don't. You know, this cage. It's a prison. It's a prison of pain in life. Prince, in the name of Jesus Christ, when he's the savior of your life, you can live free. You live out here. You know, you, you can break free. You can break every chain, whatever that thing is that's holding you. You can break it. You know, whatever that thing is that, that you just can't get over. Jesus Christ can set you free from that. And when you're free, you're free indeed, Jesus says. You're free indeed. That thing? Free. Jesus can set you free. Let's stand for a word of prayer. Our holy God, God, we praise you. And God, I know there are people here today that there's a lot of pain. For some, it's been a loss. For others, it's something that happened years ago and they just can't get past it. It just got its claws in. God, we call on you. We call on your Holy Spirit. We call on your Son that today they'd be set free. That God, they would just call out to you and say I want out of that cage and they'd name it they'd just say it quietly to you right now I want out of that cage of pain I want out of that cage that's held me captive that thing that's broken God that fear that I don't know what tomorrow holds God they'd just take Jesus' hand and walk out and be free. God, we, there are many here today that would thank you. Because we've been in that cage and we now know the freedom that you offer. You saw us through the storm, the problem, the struggle. And God, we praise you and we thank you for that. God, as we worship, may you just set some people free today. We just pray all these things. In your precious son's name, amen. God's people said, let's worship, let's worship.